next show coming up. This is the Vikes Show. And he goes over the middle. Touchdown. Percy Harvin. Because it sets and throws. Touchdown, Justin Jefferson. I come ready. I came out the womb. I was ready. The podcast devoted to all things Minnesota Vikings. Garrett Allen again gets it done for the Vikings. In the corner. Your host, Alex Piketty. What is going on? It is the Vikes Show, episode one. Woo! I've thought about doing a Vikings podcast for a long time. Um, we got a lot to talk about as we are headed into uh, tomorrow a huge game against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings headed to frigid Lambeau Field. Not frigid as, as I thought it might be uh, January 1, but either way, it's going to be chilly, and Aaron Rodgers and those sister-kissing Packers fans are going to be in full full force at the, uh, at the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. So what's going on? My name is Alex. I am the host of The Vikes Show, uh, courtesy Randy Moss. I don't know what year that was, but um, too good to, to pass up that is the, the name for this show. Um, I don't know if anybody is going to listen to this. There are so many Vikings podcasts. Hoping to have some guests come on, maybe some, some Vikings Twitter's personalities uh, to join me here uh, in 2023 because this is the, the first and last episode of 2022. Uh, but a little bit of background. I've uh, been a Vikings fan since 1998, fourth grade. Me and the buddy Eric decided, hey, let's be Vikings fans. This Randy Moss kid is is, is a cool cat and uh, live here in Kenosha, Wisconsin. My parents are from Illinois, grew up Bears fans, you'd say milk toast football observers. And they decided uh, to like the Packers once they were good. And, you know, obviously uh, I have issues with that type of fandom. But, hey, they're my parents. What am I going to do? Leave? Um, uh, but, yeah, fast forward. Uh, through some heartbreaks, 09 was really the first one, you know, that, that college, college aged, uh, like this is the team that's going to bring a Super Bowl to Minnesota. Didn't happen. And, uh, yeah. So now I'm a miserable, miserable person. Thank you. Thank you Vikings for that. Um, I have done a Newcastle United podcast for the last six years. So to be honest, covering a, a Premier League soccer team um from wisconsin with a couple people you know a, a buddy brad in new york and a buddy morgan in washington dc doing all the producing all the the editing all the just grunt work of producing a podcast trying to get people to listen to it um six years of of you know that that ambition of hey we're gonna do something here listen i mean there's a billion podcasts and i'm doing this to have fun man I mean, if some people want to listen to it and have fun with it, that's all I want to do. Um, on the Newcastle podcast, we interviewed journalists from Newcastle, uh, booked them and the crazy six-hour six difference of time zones, uh, interviewed some former Newcastle uh, personalities on the show, uh, got got to do some interviews with um, SiriusXM Manchester. So, I mean, it was a fun thing to do, um, but shoot, it's 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 tough to, to cover a team across the pond, so... Uh, in a sport that you didn't grow up watching. So I'm a 100% uh, 
diehard Vikings fan. That's my first love, and my and the NFL is just my first love as well. Um, forever playing fantasy football, and um, so in some dynasty leagues there. So just love to cover and talk about the Minnesota Vikings. So that's what this uh, uh, this podcast is going to be. Like I said, hopefully you can set up some time to to have some people on. Um, all the all the note, noteworthy people on Twitter just to chat. I mean, listen, there's so many different types of podcasts out there. You've got the the what do you call it? The uh, flagship for the for the Vikings team. I mean, it's it's all time Homer all the time. And certainly that's one way to be a fan. I mean, the, the, the players on the team are always the greatest in the world. And there's times when I agree with that and there's times when I don't. And then there's the other side where it's you got to be just the uh, just objective journalist all the time and not not celebrate victories. And that ain't where we are either. Um, but I've never seen this team go to a Super Bowl. I've never seen this team win anything. Most of the teams that I root for have never won anything. Uh, so I get critical at times. I, exp- I, I don't I, I've had my hopes crushed so many times that I don't really have time to buy in to a bunch of false hope. Um, does that mean I'm going to hate the team? Absolutely not. But I'm always going to be wanting to look to that that next season and how can we be better? Is the false hope of this year going to set up the failure for the next three? I mean, that, that matters to me because I don't really want to see my team get spanked in the divisional round, run it back, and lose. But then again, I don't want to sit here and hate watch my team. So I think I am I think I represent a lot of the fans, and that's what this podcast is going to be. Like I said, if two people listen to it, that's I don't care. I'm here to have fun with this. I'm here to talk Vikings. I'm going to here to listen to you guys um, actually set up, and I probably should have done this off the off the top, but this is the first time we're doing this just a, a solo show at this point and it's a it's a new vibe for me having four people on the last podcast but listen I want to hear from you guys I want to hear from everybody uh, that has an opinion on the on the Vikings and I will put your voicemails on the podcast it's 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 hard to to do it remote like this so what we're gonna do is we have a voicemail line I'll put it in the in the show notes but it's 405-466-7525 that's 405-466-SKULL so you can literally just drop a voicemail there I will if you don't want me to put your name that's fine if you want me to read it and not put your voice on the on the podcast that's fine too um, but I want to get some interaction here like I said I want to have some people from Twitter um, and the social medias on the podcast if you have recommendations for that feel free to tweet at, tweet at us uh, that Twitter uh, handle is at the Vikes podcast at the Vikes podcast. So um, definitely here to be interactive, definitely here to be critical of the team at times, definitely here to absolutely go crazy when they win because, I mean, shoot, that's 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 why we do this. We do this to see the purple and the gold win. And there's no no better uh, better week to do it than this week, which is Vikings Packers. Um, like, I, like I said at the top, we're, we're going to Lambeau tomorrow. Players are probably already there, and we're gonna we're gonna be looking to dagger them right out of the playoff run. Um, their stupid little cute run where they where they throw the ball to Christian Watson um, and uh, and sneak their way into the playoffs. And and that's something that's always been funny to me is like, while the Packers have to run the table, I don't know if they've won like four games in a row. Um, but you think about like how perfect you'd have to be to start four and eight, sneak into the playoffs in a in a meh NFC 
Uh, let's see, yeah, so they've won three in a row. Um, so they'd have to win two more in a row. So that's five in a row going into the wild card week, then win four more in a row, and it's just like it's a pipe dream at that point. So they're going to be having to figure out, like, are we going to roll with Rodgers next year? I know the Mark Schlereth report was that they felt pretty comfortable with, with, with moving forward with Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is becoming weirder and weirder as the days, months, and years go on. Um, so are they going to want to do that again? They did this with Favre where they, they played footsie with him every every offseason until they just said, enough of you, uh, we'll move on to Aaron Rodgers. So I, I doubt that that's going to be uh, a transition to another Hall of Fame quarterback. If it is, it's just, of course, for the Vikings fans that uh, that are out there. Um, but, but overall, um, you know, it would be insane for them to even win these two, one of these next two and then do anything in the playoffs. So... At this point, I'm looking at this game, and I'm thinking, you know what? It's been <laughs> one of those years for Vikings fans. Not like any other. I mean, last year, all we all we knew was we couldn't get those one-score wins. The biggest one, just that that Cardinals win just seemed to set the tone. The Cardinals loss seemed to set the tone for for, for how we, we just felt like let down in every game. Um, and this year, it's the exact opposite. I, it's just been so insane, some of these victories. Obviously... The Colts and the Bills ones are, are are the biggest, but even even the the Bears one with the strip at the end, it seemed like they were going to march down and score. The Dan Campbell uh, sort of screw up at the end there to kick that field goal, and then we we get the win. Um, the Dolphins win with a with a th- second and third string quarterbacks. Saints double doink. Uh, it's just been wild. Um, even Mike White just tearing us apart through the air and then us just finding a way to win and, and Patrick Peterson getting a pick. Um, it's been insane. And these are the type of seasons where it's like, I want to have an eye towards the future. I want to have an eye towards, well, is this sustainable year over year? And I'm not here to have a million arguments with the analytics guys or the, did you watch the game guys? Like, dude, I tend to lean towards a holistic long-term approach to, to success and we've got an aging quarterback and some pretty big holes on defense so I'm I tend to get concerned but then you look at some of these games and it's like hey man at 12 and 3 you're just looking at playoff matchups you're just looking at how can we continue this and have a, a majestic magical run towards the Super Bowl because these are the type of years where 10 years you look back and you're like I don't know how we did that but we found a way and uh, and we we hoisted the Lombardi. Though that's the type of thing you're hoping for. In the off season, we can we can go back and forth about draft picks and giving up capital to get Hawkinson, which seems like a great move at this point. Um, and and big decisions on Eric Hendricks, Patrick Peterson, Harrison Smith, uh, Z and Hunter. What does that look like moving forward? Garrett Bradbury is he the center of the future? Thielen's getting older. Do we draft a second receiver? Where does KJ Osborne fit and and the guards? So there's tons and tons and tons of question marks going into next season. But this team's twelve and three. Is is late game turnovers sustainable or are they sustainable? Most likely not. But you've put yourself in this position. You see how much these players want to play for that coach. You see that they're not shaken. I mean, that's that's one thing. You can crumble down the stretch. That's definitely something that happens with teams. They just don't feel like they have the confidence to get things done. But Kirk has been a different dude this year. The way that he hangs in the pocket, he's always been kind of the Iron Man, uh, doesn't really miss any games other than that stupid COVID one. But 
other than that, I mean, he hangs in there. He delivers the ball. He throws in a tight windows now. He, he's going to let Jefferson go make a play. A big-bodied target like Hawkinson is going to be given the ability to, to, to go up and get the ball, uh, make contesting catches. Um, so that sort of – I never thought I'd see this from Kirk Cousins, but, like, hey, if I turn the ball over, oh, well. Like, when the defense is he's getting shredded – I have to make a play. I have to try to make a play. And this is the biggest thing that I think is the difference between Zimmer and, and KOC for, for uh, Kirk. It's, it's yeah, The meetings, obviously, is a tough – you want them to be meeting regularly. That was pretty bizarre that the head coach of an NFL team and their quarterback uh, making 20% of the cap weren't meeting last year or during the Zimmer tenure. That's pretty insane. But I think the biggest difference between KOC and Zimmer is – Zimmer would say to Kirk, you can't afford to make that throw. Where KOC says, you can't afford to not make that throw. And it, and maybe that's some cliche type of thing, but like that's the difference. Is You come back to the, to the sideline after throwing a pick, but you gave JJ or you gave Thielen a chance to make a game-changing play, I'm cool with that. We'll roll with that because that's the way you win in this league. You see, even when Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, they make mistakes, they make – Big, those type of big time throws and, and it's picked off it's like hey you gave us a shot and checking down on third and 16 for nine yards doesn't give us a shot and that's that was never gonna and, and it's like you got to break that's that I mean I think that's a, something in a lot of people's personality too it's like you don't want to be the failure you don't want to screw up you've made it this far you don't want to be the reason you lost but to have somebody say hey man when you come back here if you threw a pick but it was the right to it was the right decision for the for the for the game for the for the drive for the series you know all that kind of stuff like if you made the right decision that gave your team a chance to win I'm never going to blame you for that and we're going to go back out there again and we're going to try to do it again the next time it'll work and that's the mentality it's just been crazy I mean you know like a like an old dog can't learn new tricks you don't expect a 30 something year old quarterback to be like okay I'll stop caring about throwing bad interceptions or throwing picks like you know, Kirk would always have those blue screen of death throws. He did the – I mean, the, 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 the perfect example of it is that, that Eagles game where he just literally – I think maybe it was the Bills game, but that second pick where he just, like, legitimately freaked out and threw the ball. Like, those are always going to be something that, that might happen with Kirk. I mean, it's just the nature of being a pocket quarterback with not a great offensive line interior. Like, he's not going to flush out of the pocket and extend plays and, 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 and work – through the progressions again it's just not his game and it's not going to be something that we expect of him um so there's going to be times when it's just like I got to get rid of the ball and I thought I saw something and it was just it just didn't work but but the difference is Kirk is willing to to take a, a risky throw that could pay off because anybody can sit there and say well if it doesn't work the other team's getting the ball and it's like well shoot if it if it does work <laughs> we're, we're in a position to, to have Justin Jefferson uh, down the field with the ball, and that's one of the most dangerous things in the NFL for, for opposing defenses. So all things considered, I, I'm just so excited about this game. You know, we've got the America's Game of the Week. I think Jim and Tony are going to be calling it, um, and it's it's obviously our biggest rival, the Packers. We can we can basically end their their playoff hopes, um, and I'm just I'm just so ready for this game. I think – there's reason to be concerned. I mean, there's shoot. We haven't we haven't blown anybody out. We haven't really like just totally 
dominated a, a, an opponent for the entire game at all this year. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a little it's a little nerve wracking, but that's pretty much every game at this point. Every game from here on out. I mean, even the even the week eighteen game. Hey, there's a chance the Eagles lose this week to the Saints, and then we're playing for a one seed potentially. And if Justin Fields is playing in that Bears game, he's he's a threat. I mean, maybe he can't throw the ball forward, and he's got nobody to throw to anyways. And that Chase Claypool trade was ridiculous and and way an overpay. But hey, like there's there's two pretty important divisional games here. There's a anytime that one seed's in play, you gotta go out and fight for it because having a, a bye week and, and home field throughout is is just incredibly massive um i think of that 2017 game against the eagles if that's at home i mean that could have been completely different uh you know we went down and scored anyways and then really that keenum pick six was really what turned it but you never know if that game's at home that game could be different and if jalen hurts is here uh maybe a little banged up and and has the the u.s bank stadium rocking um against him you never know. So you, you want to always play for that one seed. So that's that's what I'm hoping that they do or at least have a chance going into week 18 uh, to get that to get that one seed. Uh, if the Eagles stumble here again, um, they're certainly one of the best teams in the league right now. But there's nothing that says that the Saints who are fighting for a playoff spot, if they win and the Buccaneers lose, they could win the division still and make the playoffs as a four seed, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but it's all it's entirely possible. So at this point, everything's on the line. Um, you know, to to just maybe have your final. I mean, it could be the final game that Rodgers plays uh, in a green and gold uniform. Now, probably he'll be back next year at this point because of this run. And uh, but you never know with him. You never know with that situation. Aaron, uh, Jordan Love's getting close to the end of the rookie deal at this point. Do they want to run it back with him and see if they can they can make an evaluation on him in live game action before they have to extend him or let him walk? Um, so there's a ton of there's a ton of factors that go beyond this game. Um, I'm a little worried. Actually, I wanted to check this, and this is this will make for great radio as I look this up. But I wanted to see kind of the Vikings final injury report. Um, and as we go forward, I mean, this is the thing. Like, I want to hear your guys's perspective on this stuff. Yeah, it looks like Garrett Bradbury is going to be out. Cleveland practiced full on Friday, so he doesn't carry an in- injury designation into the final game. Uh, in the final. Uh, uh, injury report here in Cam Dantzler looks like he'll be he'll be fine as well. So it'll be interesting to see if Shelley or he plays. But yeah, that's a big a big concern for me is is that interior line against their uh, interior D line. Are we going to be able to give Kirk time to find uh, to find JJ against uh, Jair um, goofy ass voice Alexander? Because that dude <laughs> that dude yeah Justin Jefferson is basically a fluke. He's just not really that good. I mean he's just probably the best receiver in the NFL. Um, probably the best receiver. I'm not going to say of all time, but seriously, uh, it's just weird. Uh, it's a, it's a weird thing that he would say that Justin Jefferson really didn't do much week one. I mean, he's running wide open most of the game. Um, and he's obviously a stud. So kind of a weird, uh, weird take there, but yeah, I mean, at this point, I, I, I think we've got it just feels like every game at this point is 50-50, and I'm going to go with a 50-50 on this game. I think this is a game where, you know, the Packers have a ton to play for. The Vikings still at this point have a ton to play for. They could, I mean, if the Eagles lose, I think the Eagles and Saints play at, uh, I think they play at noon, so we would know. Yeah, we're, we're going to know, like, hey, is this, is if we win this, is Week 18 going to be the deciding factor? If the Eagles are 13-3 and, and, and we're 13-3, and three, 
it's going to be a wild week 18 um because the eagles i think they play the uh, yeah they they, ho- they host the giants uh week 18 either way it would be good to get the eagles having to play all their starters that last week and and uh you know basically have to grind their way to that first seed worst case so um, you know, overall, I think the biggest matchups are obviously Justin Jefferson against whatever they decide to do. Do they do they let Alexander just shadow him? Do they try to help him with with that safety shadowing? I mean, I'm sure that they're going to try to do that and get some of that uh, safety over the top help. Um, that's a possibility. Um, and then, like I said, interior of our line versus the interior of their D line. We got to give Kirk some time. Maybe maybe CJ Ham's in there a little bit more to help. Just give him just a little bit of extra. Uh, extra extra space there. Hawkinson is obviously a huge wrinkle that's different from the last time we played them, um, and and I think KJ Osborne has shown on a couple occasions that um, you know we were maybe thinking, hey, is this guy going to be able to step up? It looked like before the season we were all like, oh yeah, KJ is going to become the two. Um, it just really hasn't happened. Obviously Jefferson dominating pretty much every game uh, leaves not as much for the for the for the other dudes on the team, but. Um, you know, I think KJ could have j- just a, a a big game in this in this matchup as well. Um, I don't trust, or I wouldn't trust the the Packers second and third cornerbacks to just to just lock it down. And like Rasul Douglas, like he had a couple big plays last year, but I don't trust him um, to make big plays. And then and then obviously our secondary, like what's going on there? Um, is Duke Shelley going to start? Is he going to be, uh, you know, a guy that I mean is is making plays? Patrick Peterson. For all the big plays he's made, he's been burned quite a bit, and no, none other than uh, that Christian Watson first play of the, the season. Um, that was almost a very different game potentially because of that play when Christian Watson drops the ball. So, um, you know, we've got important matchups there where they're going uh, Cobb, Dobbs, and Watson. Uh, we've got some some big big shoes to fill as far as those cornerbacks, Shelley, Dantzler, Peterson. Um, you know they've got to they've got to really step up and uh, and 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 shut shut it down. Um, and then obviously, what can the Vikings do as far as pressuring Rodgers? Um, you know, as Rodgers gets older, uh, does he struggle a little bit more against pressure? Um, and how can we how can we force him to make a couple throws where Harrison or Patrick step in front of it and 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 turn the game? Because that that's a big place where it can change. Um, so overall, I think this is this is going to be just another great border battle. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see uh, how the offense comes out. Can they can they just for once just go up fourteen nothing, go up seventeen nothing, you know, go up seventeen three or or something where we just get a lead and can build off it. We've scored a ton on those first drives, but it's like let's let's get that second or third score. Let's just get that those points on the board where the defense doesn't have to be like, you know, just against it all the time too. It's like, can we just work in tandem for once and just put a game together? Um, and I think this is a good opportunity to do it. You know, you've got the Packers pressing. They need this victory. It's a divisional game. They know each other very well. Can we just find a way to maybe stop that momentum, get a couple scores, get that crowd out of it. And, uh, and find a way to, to get to 13-3, and three, which is just a wild thing to think about. But overall, I think the the, the Packers are going to put up quite a fight. But I'm going to go Vikings 
I think it's going to be close, just like every game this year, except for a couple wonky ones uh, against the Eagles and the and the Cowboys. But uh, but overall, I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna find a way. I think this team is defying the odds, defying the analytics, whatever you want to say. And here on this podcast, we're not going to be uh, the the spreadsheet nerds. We're not going to be tied to that because you know going in there with confidence, going in there knowing you can make a play at the end is is important. And I think it's a real thing that's hard to 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 put into numbers and then on the other side we're not going to be stupid and just say like well they won all the games so it doesn't matter well yeah we you gotta like if you go down by 33 points to a playoff team you're not winning that game and you're getting embarrassed so there's a there's a middle ground and that's basically what we want to do here we just want to try to be in the middle (laughs) which is not always great for for uh sound bites but hey man like i said i don't care if one person listens to this or one million I know it's going to be way closer to one, but uh, we would love to have some people come on and, and chat. Like I said, drop a voicemail. Uh, that's going to be 405-466-7525, 405-466-SKULL. Um, that's, a, that's like the, one of those Google Voice accounts, so just leave a message. I'll play it on the air. Um, get us get at us on Twitter, at the Vikes Podcast, at the Vikes Podcast. Um, we'll be tweeting it out there. Apple leave a five-star review, let us know what you like, um, you know, uh, whatever, if it's Google Podcasts, Spotify, we'll try to get it up everywhere. If you see the podcast somewhere and you and you want it on a different platform because it's where you choose to listen, let us know. We'll, we'll upload it there as well. So um, really excited to do this. Like I said, not not looking for any kind of glory. We're just looking to chat with you guys and, and talk about the game and have a, have a place to, to talk about it because there ain't that many Vikings fans here in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm sure there's some other people out there that, that don't have that interaction um, and are surrounded by um, Bears idiots and Packers uh, Packers morons. So um, here, to, here to just uh, collaborate, yeah, get that Kwesi and, and KOC, collaborate with y'all. Um, and talk Vikings and uh, anybody that wants to jump on the pod with us we'd have we'd be happy to have you uh, shoot us a shoot us a DM um, and uh, we'll talk soon but let's go let's go end this this uh, this ugly Jair Alexander weird ass voice uh, Packers season let's let's send them into a, a, a off season of, of questioning what they're even going to do at the quarterback position and let's uh, let's march into the playoffs maybe even with a one seed and and let's just talk about it each week and, and see what we can do and, and see if we can get some crazy crazy bounces go our way and and have Kirk hoisting that Lombardi trophy and JJ holding up um, maybe an MVP <laughs> MVP award as well. So um, looking forward to chatting more in the future. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up with this episode right there. Thank you guys, whoever listened, whoever whoever checked us out. Tell us if we suck. Tell us what we should do different. We're here for you guys and, and to have fun with us. So um, talk soon and uh, full of life, baby. I'm tired of talking to the microphone. What do, what do y'all want?